0: Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all hire our afternoon call brought to you by National Realty managers of New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, and Florida cash flow real estate offering safe, high yield cash flow property units. See them at nria.net. Now let's head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. Here he is, Bill Maloney.
1: And good afternoon, Charlie. Like you said, main U.S. averages are trading higher right now but have paired their gains. Dow is currently up 27 points. S&P's gained 3. Well, the Nasdaq climbs 8. The small cap 600 is little changed, and the U.S. 10 yield at 2. Point two three percent. Eight of the main eleven SB sectors are still trading higher, led by gains in materials, consumer staples, and consumer discretionary energy, financials, and telecom fell. Nasa Vitex Rise six transports climb eighteen, semis fall point, and the VIX is down by three percent. Leaders to the upside in the Dow are UTX, Home Depot, and Visa, while Intel and Goldman Sachs led to the downside after earnings target gained as much as five percent and note that cisco l brands and netapp all report after the
0: bell live from the first breaking news desk i'm bill maloney charlie and we thank you very much bill maloney and we'll be all over those numbers as they break to hear live breaking news over your bloomberg type squawk S Q U A W K on your terminal i'm charlie pellet and that is a bloomberg business flash
2: Thank you so much. It's Caroline Hyde here in London and Corey Johnson sat over in San Francisco. We are a very global Bloomberg markets today and this is Bloomberg.
0: Renaissance of uh, a famed medallion fund making a surprise move. A uh, big shift in its uh, policies and how they run the fund. Mike Weiss has that story, the best-read story on the Bloomberg terminal today and Mike, uh, tell us the story.
1: Uh, hi Corey. Well, uh, Renaissance, uh, in December, uh, opened its medallion fund, uh, or, or, uh, since they opened it, but, um, uh, increased the amount of money that employees can, uh, invest in the medallion fund. Uh, it's, the, the fund is basically all employee owned and owned by Simons and Renaissance itself. They, uh, they got rid of their outside investors. They gave back capital back in 2005 and it's been an internal fund uh, since then, but there've always been strict limits on the amount of money that anybody could invest in the fund.
2: Yeah, and Miles, I mean, all of that was to protect their well, really rather amazing annualized returns. What was it, about forty percent they've been able to generate before that? But give us the link with Donald Trump here, because Renaissance Technology had been potentially helping his rise to presidency.
1: That's right. Well, it was the the link is uh, that. They they decided to um, they decided to take in more capital after Trump was elected. Uh, apparently, they saw some uh, more opportunities in the market uh, uh, after the election. I guess during this the so-called Trump bump, and that's why they that's why they allowed the uh, employees to invest more, and they raised about uh, two billion dollars for one part of Medallion. Just their employees well uh i mean the the part i mean the partners put in money most uh, may have put in money and uh, renaissance itself which holds part of medallion may have put in some more money also it's it's not clear how much everybody did um the
0: uh, uh connections between medallion isn't it, there, there's, you know, it, the Trump administration, I should say, uh, are, are very deep and uh, very deeply connected. They're very deeply connected. The Mercers were very deeply connected, when should was um, right. chief executive, um, to the campaign and continue to be to the presidency.
1: That's right. Um, uh, Mercer is seen as, as being a, uh, a, I think, a driving force, a, a kingmaker, so to speak, in, in Trump's election. Um, it's kind of funny because... Um, it looks like Mercer took out a loan from the Meritage Fund in order to finance his, uh, his, his increased allocation and medallion, and the, the, uh, Meritage Fund is run by Nathaniel Simons, who, uh, who is James Simons' son, the founder of Renaissance, and they're both, uh, they're both, uh, Democrats. Hmm. So
2: the links run deep when it comes to presidency. They felt there were opportunities with Donald Trump, their, their man, in at the helm in the presidency and wanted to put more money to work. But when I'm looking at your your story, Miles, so far, perhaps the returns haven't been quite so, so golden as they have been in the past.
1: Right well that is uh, that and it's not clear why that is the the fund uh the medallion returned about 11.6% over the first 6 months which is very good uh it's a it's kind of works out to maybe 20% uh annualized but the fund's uh, historical record has been 40% annualized so i guess it, it depends on how you look at it <laughs>
0: uh and but really just spectacular returns here um why give in 2005? Would they give money back in the first place? Is there something about that that uh, calculation that's changed?
1: Well, I'm sorry. Why did they give money back? Uh, yeah. It was they. They found that the medallion. It's you know. It's a uh, it has a computer trading uh, strategy, and they found that it can only work with so much capital. And if there's too much capital, then the 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 trading strategy doesn't doesn't work. Uh, so to make more room for themselves, you know, and the fund was generating such great returns, they gave back outside capital. They also use a lot of leverage, which takes up which. Is a large part of the capital it uses. So
2: there's no risk that this extra two billion they put in, we're seeing crimped returns because the algorithm, in in, in its certain form, isn't working quite as efficiently as as it once was.
1: Well, it's really, uh, I I don't know. Is a short answer. It's it's really unclear uh, why it is that they put in the additional capital and then had the returns that were. That were not as strong as before, one possibility is that they they put this capital in for not so much for the the very short term investments that they make, but maybe some they 've been making some longer term investments and it's possible that those investments just haven 't um uh you know played out yet that the gains will be later on. Do, um, uh,
0: do we have any idea what the fee structure is like? Because fund has done so well. Oh, that yeah. Able to delay with better
1: fees, or bigger fees, I should say. Well, it's funny because the fees are, are very, the fees, even though it's employee owned, it has very high fees. The, uh, I think it's a 5% management fee and then as much as a 44% performance fee. I, I think for the employees it may be a little lower, around 36%. I'm not sure. So you're, you're talking about like almost 80% gains before fees. Uh, but on the other hand, a lot of the employees are also uh, hold shares in the management company, Renaissance, and Renaissance uh, after expenses issues a dividend that, that that includes those fees. So even though you're paying high fees, you're getting some of it back if you work there.
0: Drama uh, drama and it's, it's certainly fun to keep an eye on. But not just because of its political influence, but those returns are really amazing. It's something that the whole market's really paying attention to. So we're glad to have that story. Thank you so much. Uh, my voice from uh, a Bloomberg News, SEC reporter. Listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio.